0: Welcome to the second season of Watch Out, hosted by Rachel Milo, our CEO of Shawnee Forward Business Alliance. When you hear the interviews, you may laugh, you may cry, but one emotion you will feel is pride in our community. Rachel takes the time to introduce you to great leaders and business owners in the Shawnee area who will share with you their why. Why live in Shawnee? Why work in Shawnee? Why continue to be involved in the economic development of Shawnee? This 2022 podcast is sponsored by the Leadership Shawnee Alumni Committee, and they want you to know that great leaders live and work in Shawnee. And now your host, one of the Journal Records Women of the Year, 50 Making a Difference recipients, Rachel Milo.
1: All right, welcome back to the Watch Out Podcast, everyone. I am excited for what is going to be probably the last podcast of the year of 2022, and I have saved the most shy interviewee for the last, and so these are sometimes my favorite um, because this is somebody you're not going to see um, out in front of um, in front of the parade waving. She's just doing really hard, great work at one of our manufacturing plants, and so today I can't wait to introduce you to someone that we think you should watch out for because she's doing great things, Julie Wicker. Julie, welcome for and thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Me too. I'm glad you're here. So Julie, you work at Vault Pressure Control, which is one of our local plants here in town. But a lot of people may not know much about um, Vault Pressure Control. Can you tell us a little bit about the company, kind of how many employees are there, and how long you've worked there, and and what you do? Sure.
2: So um, Vault Pressure Control was actually a new business starting in 2020, Um, the building, um, what we've done there has been the same for the last 20 plus years. Um, Just had a few name changes. I've been there for about 21 years. Um, Kind of worked my way up through the company. But we are a manufacturer of oil and gas equipment, um, surface pressure control equipment, and we um, also do remanufacture of of oil
1: oil filled equipment. Okay, cool. So you've been there 21 years. So Julie, how'd you get into how did, how did this become appealing? How'd you get there? So I had a cousin that
2: worked there, and she called me, said they needed some help temporarily in their accounting department. So I went in there hoping for the best, um, worked in accounting for about a year, mm-hmm. and then they said, well, you've kind of caught us up. Uh, we don't have a place for you anymore in accounting, but we have other openings if you want to stay on and apply for a job um, elsewhere in a different department. So I did that, and 21 years later, I'm still there. And now you're the plant manager. yes. That's a pretty big deal. Yes. it's. It was a little intimidating,
1: to be honest. So why was it intimidating?
2: Just because I knew there was a lot of people that didn't think I would be able to do it. Um, we'd gone through, I think I said 10 plant managers.
1: In your 21 or, years? Yes. Not oh. 10.
2: Sorry. I think I have that reversed. Five in the last 10 years. Five planet managers in 10 oh, years. Yeah. Yep. So. That's a big turnover. Big turnover. Every two years, um, we would get a new one. Mm. Um I'm almost to my two-year mark. All right. Yeah. Don't plan on leaving. <laughs> Good. Um, and I think that's what everybody wanted the most is just somebody that would stay there and provide a sense of security
1: and, you know, just steadiness. Yeah, sure. And so when you're the plant manager, what does that mean? What, what does that role look like?
2: Um, different every day. Um, I take a role of HR, safety, um, just a confidant. People come in my office every day, you know, just want to talk, work through problems, Um, I'm out on the shop floor every single day trying to make sure everything's getting done that we need to get done. I th- kind of like the face for Shawnee. If anybody needs anything, they're going to call me, yeah. um, any of our customers, any of our other locations. They're going to reach out to me and say, hey, Julie, where where's my equipment at? And um, just try to help in any way, shape, or form just to try and keep everything flowing.
1: Yeah. Great. It's a big responsibility. Yes. And how many employees are at uh, your location?
2: Um, right now about 83. Okay.
1: 83. That's great. And is that high or low kind of over the years, say the last five or ten years?
2: Um, It's probably the lowest we've ever been. Okay. We do have quite a few open positions Okay. um, in the next few months. We really hope to be closer to 100 people. Okay. So um, growing actively um, over the next year. Perfect.
1: And so um, I'm a big believer in completely plugging your company since you took this time to uh, let me interview you. So, if people want to apply for the job, how do they how do they do that?
2: So, typically, we just have um, people come in through okay. the front doors, and we have applications at the front desk, fill them out, turn them in. Um, some of our jobs are posted on Indeed.com.
1: Okay. And when you say come in, where is where is that? Yes,
2: it is um, fourteen three eleven North Highway one seventy seven. So just um, just south of MacArthur. Okay,
1: great. So, enough about vault pressure control for the minute. Um, you said you came from a little bit of an an accounting background and you're a local girl. So tell me a little bit about what, um, what your school journey was.
2: My school journey, I started out actually at Southwestern in Weatherford, um, as a pre-med, um, major. And I realized really quickly that that was not for me. Took about one semester.
1: <laughs> Doesn't take long, does it? <laughs> no,
2: no. And that class or that semester I had an economics class and I really enjoyed that. And so I started looking more at a business type major, okay, um, which led me to accounting and finance just because I liked numbers and math all the way through high school and continued that into college. Okay, great. And
1: you grew up in the Shawnee Bethel area. Yes. So you're a local. Yes. we kept you, maintained you. Um, what makes you stay in Shawnee Bethel area?
2: just the feeling of family and my family is, is from here too. Um, we all stay very close and I just feel like I've built a home and, a and a family and a career here that has taken care of me. And I like to give back and make sure everybody else is taken care of. I love it. I love it.
1: And so, um, you know, when you, um, are coming up the ladders, right in management and and you even said, I had a little bit of insecurity. One of the things that uh, we talk a lot of leaders about are taking personalities or leadership tests. And, and you said over your journey, you've taken more than you could ever count. Yes. Yeah. And you've learned that you are, not, not that you learned it, but it validated the fact that you are an introvert, you are quiet, you are shy. But what you did take away from those tests were like kind of how to recognize it, and, and use it even in your leadership skills. Can you, can you talk a little bit about what it's like to be an introvert leader? Yes, it's
2: very challenging. Um, I find myself every day really pushing myself to just step out of the comfort zone, mm-hmm. talking to people. As a leader, I feel like I need to go up and start the conversations more so than letting people come up and start the conversation with me, and that's really hard. Mm-hmm. I tend to just... Walk with a purpose and try to get the job done, but I also realize I need to stop and say, "Hey, how are you? And can I help you today?" It goes a long way um, with our employees and just my team in general. And that's, but it's definitely out of my comfort zone, so it's very challenging to do that. Yeah, but I realize that now through all of the training I went through and the tests that I
1: just in general for all of us is to take the time to ask people. Um, kind of how they feel and how the day is going. Um, and you also mentioned a little bit that, um, you know, it validated the fact that actually people listened to you and and you have a great knowledge set that sometimes you need to share and to not doubt that but to be secure in that. Tell me right. a little bit about, um, you know, gaining that confidence.
2: I think it was across several different meetings and one of my managers in particular in the past made a point that said, you're always quiet, but when you make the point to speak up and give your opinion, everybody in the room stops and listen, because they know if you, you're going to say something, it's important, yeah. and that everybody needs to hear it, and I just kind of built on that, to not hold back, and to speak up, and give people my opinions, just because they would stop and listen, because I didn't talk very much.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, that's very empowering, too, to know that, right? Right. Cool. And so have you taken that into other areas of your life? Does that kind of what you learn at work then infiltrate kind of your uh, relationships outside of the workplace?
2: It has. I find myself a lot more willing to interact with strangers and put a smile on my face and just meet new people and be the person that goes up and starts the conversation or just say, hey, how are you today? And sometimes that goes a long way if somebody's having a difficult day. And I used to not be that person. Um, so it's definitely changed me at work and in my
1: personal life. That's cool. That's cool. You know, you, um, you, you're talking a little bit about pushing your boundaries and, and things that make you uncomfortable. You know, as you think about your business or personal life, uh, what's one of the biggest risks you've ever taken?
2: Um, definitely the current role I'm in. It was, it, was a, it was a big challenge for me to take that next step. There was several people that didn't think I was going to be able to do it. Um, knowing my background, though, I, I don't want to fail, and I was going to push myself however hard I needed to in order to make sure I did a,
1: a good job. And you are the first female plant manager for the company. Yes. And does that come with a different sense of responsibility?
2: I think it does. I need to provide a good example for other women in our business, and, and even at our local site, just that it can happen. You just got to s- stay there, put in the work, and good things can always happen.
1: I love that. And you're also a wife and a mom. Yes. And we talk about this a lot in kind of one of my other podcasts, but talk to me a little bit about work-life balance. What does that look like for you?
2: It's difficult. Um, all three of our boys are very active, and we try to be there and support them in everything they do. And work, But work takes a lot of my time as well. Sure. So I try to find the balance and putting in extra hours on days where we don't have family activities so that when I do have family activities, I can can clear the day and go and participate and enjoy my family time as well. Mm -hmm. Um, It looks like working from home. So I'm at least I'm at home, at home present interacting with everybody Mm -hmm. and, and not just stuck in the office for hours
1: on end. And is that something that your location, I think like others have, have learned that that helps, um, a lot of managers really be better employees when they can have a little bit more of that flex?
2: I think so. Um, Vault and Shawnee in general, we really try to work with all of our employees and realize that that balance is very critical. I think if they know that they have that balance and the flexibility, they're going to perform more when they are there yeah. and, and just really take the time that they need when they need it yeah. because they know we're going to support them and continue um, down that path with them just yeah. because they prove themselves when they're there.
1: Yeah. I love that new kind of balance and that open approach. Right. Yeah.
2: yeah. It changed everything yeah. after a couple of years ago. So.
1: <laughs> For sure. And what is one piece of advice that you would give um, others who maybe, and you know, whether it's males or females, but just kind of a young individual starting their career or looking to become an entrepreneur or a leader in a role, what's a piece of advice you'd give them?
2: I think the biggest thing would be always take the jobs other people don't want to do. Mm. It makes you stand out.
1: That's a good one. Yeah.
2: Yes, and then probably just never giving up never giving up on yourself and pushing yourself out of your boundaries just to, to go the extra mile every day. I think that's really noticeable in a workplace when you're
1: always willing to do that extra step yeah for sure um I love the um always take the job no one else wants to um do you happen to have an example in your history or your past of like doing that and seeing the reward
2: yeah so I would say for about four years I think I was on call every weekend of my birthday weekend Oh
1: dang it! And it was because
2: everybody in the department didn't want to be on call that weekend because it was always OU Texas, uh, OU Texas football game. So always you're like an
1: October 9th, tenth, something like that. Yeah, it's the seventh. <laughs> <That's> so <it.
2: laughs> typically every weekend I was working because everybody else that typically could be on call, not their weekend, they yeah. had to go to the game or watch the game, and I always volunteered for it. Yeah don't mind working that weekend just because I knew everybody else wanted off. And I would volunteer for holidays and the weekends, and that's kind of, I think, what stuck out. Everybody would just see me there when nobody wanted to be there. Yeah,
1: and then that leads to a really great plant manager. I hope so. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Um, so when you um, are, are up in this role and you look back at your kind of life and think like, I never thought I would have been here, right? So when you were younger, what did you think you were going to be?
2: I really wanted to be a doctor.
1: Yeah? Yes. And that was like a no-go. And so now you're here and you look at it and go, but I did really good. Yes. It's
0: not the
2: path that I envisioned for myself, but I'm
0: also really proud of my journey. And now a brief pause in the podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Fiona Shaughnessy, and I'm the account executive with Shawnee Forward. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Shawnee Forward's ambassador program. Our ambassador program is a great way to learn more about what's going on within the community and to build meaningful relationships with local professionals. If you have any questions on how to become a part of Shawnee Forward's ambassador program, I'd love to hear from you at membership at shawneeforward.com. Me
1: too. I love it. I love that. And so you have three boys um, tell us a little bit about about your boys and what they do now um, the oldest is going to college at Seminole State
2: and working part-time here in Shawnee and then the other two are still in school um, one is a senior will be graduating this year um, from Bethel and then the, the youngest is in eighth grade okay so they all are pretty active in band basketball baseball bowling that's what I said they keep us really
1: active <laughs> yeah they do for sure so if your boys were to say, to brag on you and they were to say, my mom is awesome because this, what do you think they'd say?
2: Probably that I'm willing to stay up until 2 o'clock in the morning and talk with them and just hang out with them and listen to their day and that I'm always there to support them. Whatever function they're doing or whatever activity they have going on, I'm there and I just have their back yeah. and they can count on me. I love
1: it. They can count on you. Um So, Julie, you know, uh, this is kind of just a, this one's a fun one. So I'm going to wrap up with a couple of little fun questions. Um, Let's just say tomorrow you and the family on a deserted island, what do you take with you and why? For me, I would definitely have to take books and sunscreen. (laughs) Books and sunscreen, I like it.
2: I burn really, really easily and really bad. <laughs> Never get a tan, so sunscreen is a must. That's right. And then I would have to, according to my husband, take water okay. and an axe. And an they, axe. They, they couldn't explain to me why I needed those things. They just said, Mom, every video game you're on, you have to have
1: water and an axe. <laughs> so. And if it's on a video game, it's true. Yes. <laughs> Survival mode. I love it. I love it. So if we go on a deserted island with you, you're going to bring water, axe, books, and a sunscreen. I think we're set. Yes. yes. I think we're set. And then, you know, we're going to play it forward here a little bit, which is, you know, somebody mentioned to us, hey, watch out for Julie Wicker. She's doing great things. You know, Julie, who's on your watch out list? Who should Shawnee just know that they're, they're doing great things, whether we know it or not, and, and we all ought to be on the watch out them. <laughs> no one comes to mind? Not right now. I'm
2: going to have to think on that one. That'll
1: work. That'll work. Well, we appreciate you joining us today. And I know that um, it took a lot of um, coaxing and encouragement because this is out of your um, comfort zone. And once again, you've pressed through and done a great job. And so I'm really glad that our community and the people coming to our community get to know you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So for those of you who love um, learning about the great people in our community, be sure you subscribe to the Watch Out podcast. Also, if you are looking for um, more participation in Shawnee Forward, we will be setting up the 2023 committees soon, and we look forward to having all of you involved to continue to support, grow, and recruit businesses to our community. Thank you again, Julie, for joining us, and we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to
0: today's message. Please be sure to like, rate, and share the podcast on your favorite platform. We are reaching business decision makers each week, and if you would like to run a short ad in this podcast, simply reach out to marketing at shawneeforward.com. Until next time, shop Shawnee and share, watch out.